Pathfinders Assemble. Join us as we discuss news from the world of wargaming and talk about the hobby we love. Hello and welcome to Podcast One. What? Two, isn't it? Well, it's the second one we're doing, but the first one was a pilot, so technically <laughs> Podcast Zero. Okay, sorry, sorry. So, yeah, seeing as you interrupted, you can introduce yourself first, Ian. What have you got on your hobby table? I'm literally looking at my hobby table as we speak, and at the moment, what's kind of most pleasing to the eye is the fact that I uh, kind of um, uh, refreshed my paint collection with an early Christmas present <laughs> I was allowed to open, which was a couple of sets of Vallejo paints. Um, been GW for since the dawn of time, but wanted to move to Vallejo, particularly like their dropper bottles and everything else. So I've got them all set up and ready to go, and I've got some Moonstone models to be painting with that. So that'll be my next bit of projecting going on. Did you describe what Moonstone was on the last cast? Uh, no, not as such, I don't think. Um, if, if, if the time allows, then uh, yeah, no, it's a, a whimsical fantasy game, as it's described. Um, but actually, you know, it, it, it's a very apt word for it. It's a skirmish level game. Um, you have a maximum of six models on the board, 12, no, 12 models total on the board, but you can have up to four players. And so you just divide that 12 by the number of players. And it's got some very cool mechanics involved in it um, where it's all resolved by cards. The only dice that are involved is when you are the kind of the objectives or the moonstones themselves. You've got to go, go and collect each uh, sort of mission. There's no points limits for the army lists because they're all individual characters. You just choose six characters that you want. Um, it's a company called uh, uh, the Goblin King or Goblin King Games, I think it is. Um, started to Kickstarter and they're kind of set up by themselves now. Um, and yeah, I just sort of stumbled across it and absolutely fell in love with the models. They're some of the funnest I think, models that I've ever come across and they're great fun to paint and they look fantastic and so yeah been really enjoying doing that recently and people can see your some of your painting up on Spalding Pathfinders Facebook page I think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we've been posting those up there sort of regularly um so yeah do check those out um and uh, yeah just do check out Moonstone I very much recommend it and actually uh, on that note I'll be off to salute in a couple of weeks with some of the lads from the club as well um, and Moonstone are going to be there too with a stand. So, yeah, very much. So, if you uh, get down there, check it out. Nice. So, Rob, have you had a chance to do anything hobby related? You've had a busy couple of weeks, haven't you? Uh, honestly, my hobby table is barren. It's, it's sparse, yeah. So, uh, obviously, um, I was recently taken off the market. Um, so yeah, so basically, uh, everything leading up to the wedding was wedding. Uh, and then everything after the wedding up to this point was kind of little honeymoon, mini moon type thing where we went away. Um, so yeah, I got back, uh, literally end of last week, started a new job this week. So it's just been full on. So yeah, I, I haven't really, uh, I've taken a bit of a backseat for all hobbying stuff at the minute. Um, I was pretty excited about the uh, the Legion stuff, uh, the update and the X-Wing stuff, which we'll touch on later. Um, I've not fully invested a lot of time into looking at it. Just looked at some of the cool new things that were available to me. Um, made a list that I'll probably get battered with um, on Wednesday. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Really. So you did get X-Wing into your wedding though. Don't, don't gloss over your centrepieces. 
Yeah, so uh, Lauren made, uh, Lauren, my pop being my partner, um, uh, my wife, wife. Actually, yeah, my wife now, um, <laughs> she made some pretty fancy um, table decorations that we had for the tables and it kind of incorporated um, some of our you know, kind of hobby loves. So I had um, some X-Wing ships, um, TIE Fighters specifically, uh, because, you know, good guy pelps and all. Um, and she had like a, Harry Potter kind of keys and stuff, but we won't talk about that. Like the 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 right side of the uh, the decoration was the best side. So, uh, but yeah, they were they uh, ironically like I I thought they were pretty cool, obviously. But um, like I had people coming up to me saying, "What are you doing with table decorations after it's going to take one home?" Just like a lot of people just took a table decoration home, and I was like, "Kind of want them ships." I'm not going to lie, but. They're all gone. <laughs> Did you lose all your ships? Yeah, all, all the ships are gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds um, like he's well and truly given up X Wing. <laughs> giving things away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was really, I was really beat up about it because I thought to myself, um, maybe I could have just put actual X Wings on there and not care. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the fact that they're Tie Fighters upset me a bit because that's like. <laughs> I've only got one more, one more tie fighter to my name. So, yeah, I'll do. Taking donations if anyone's interested. Yeah, I'll probably help you out. My sister's been in a box for a long time. Um, but uh, no, honestly, um, like I said, I'm pretty excited about the uh, that some of the changes, some of the changes. Um, but I've not really invested too much time into into looking at them. That will start now, to be fair. But um, but yeah. As you, as you say, we'll come on to that, I guess, changes. I yeah. guess as well, in stark contrast to your lack of hobby, we'll come to Jack. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely stark contrast. Uh, hobby table-wise, we've got three units of Wookiees, unit of ARC Troopers, and then after that it's an ARC Trooper and a Phase 2. Uh, and then after that it's a Sabine, and then it's after that it's Tom's Pathfinders. Then after that it's um, someone has just approached me to do a diorama of some Arc Troopers Coruscant Guard themed with a Palpatine on like a Mustafar, like big circular base sort of thing. Nice. Um, are they gonna are they providing that for you? Is that a new thing for you to try? Yeah, it's a new thing for me to try. Obviously, uh, I'm not gonna dip my hand in my pocket for materials and things. So if he wants to carry on with it after i've told him how much it's going to be <laughs> then uh, that'd be something new to to experience yeah um so yeah my hobby table is going to be chocker for the next month two months three months four months <laughs> excited about it <laughs> but i've got um I'm doing little bits of my own stuff alongside it because otherwise they just never get painted. So Hulkbuster's being finished off this week. Uh, Spider Droids and Kraken, they'll be finished off as well. Actually, we actually got a game in, didn't we, Jack? We did, yeah, in the last month or so. Yeah. I'm going to mention that because uh, I won and I'm never playing Jack Spider Droids again. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was was a good game. Yeah, it was um, my 14 activation droids against your 8 activation empire. (laughs) <laughs> and I think I only killed three, four units of yours. I think it was yeah, three or four, and but turn six, it was there was only one that you had done. Yeah, and so it all kind of fell in turn six. Yeah, but uh, I think I took you down. I two, only had three, spider droids right? left. Yeah, 
<laughs> and he managed to throw one on top of a tower. I did, bless him. Yeah, yeah no, Vader actually survived till turn six. Rob. <laughs> I love how, like, literally Jack won a massive event and contemplated, like, um, <laughs> retiring Jin for a little bit. And it's the fact that Vader's got to turn six free and then he's contemplating it now. It's like... Better bring her back. That's it was. No, I mean, it's interesting. So Jack obviously trying things for the first time. So it was a bit of trial and error. And I think, you know, we learned quickly what should and shouldn't be done with a bunch of spider droids. Mm. Um, and this, this was done before all the rules changes, probably should be said as well. And I uh, was running my sort of, like, the lat I've owned for ages, but never really run it. I think Rob's run it more than me up to that point. And I started running the lat based on a way that uh, a guy was running it at uh, MK that I played, uh, which was having the Baron in it. And just literally using it as a firing platform once it delivered its uh, payload. And uh, yeah, no, it, it did its job. It <laughs> one shot it. Jack's commander, which shouldn't have happened any time. Red dice failed me in that game. That was horrific yeah. for you, yeah. And then, uh, but then it, it did eventually melt. It, you know, it went down quickly once the spider droids got on it. But uh, no, it did its job, and uh, Vader just had great fun, yeah. really. Yeah, it's, he, he loves uh, big units of droids. <laughs> yeah, it helps really. So uh, yeah, so that nothing was like the, that was done shortly before the, the rules drop, and uh, as we'll come on to, I'm sure. The rules drop and the, what's it done to both those lists really yeah. will be interesting. Uh, so yeah, no, it was good to do that track. So that was nicely done. Yeah, I guess over to me in terms of what I've been doing. So I got excited about fistful of lead. Yeah. <laughs> in every platform imaginable. Yeah, so uh, fistful of lead's been a bit of a thing around at the club for a little while. So uh, we've been playing the Western version. We've had a bit of a campaign going, and uh, and we took it down to Selwig. Uh, I can't remember if we mentioned it. Selwig Gaming Show. Um, and the club won best participation game. While me and Jack were cool, demoing some Legion down there, so we got a bit of a bit of publicity and a few channels for that. So for anyone who doesn't know, Fistful and Lead's a really sort of basic set of rules for wargaming, and the the premise is that you can use any models really. Um, so it's published by Wiley Games. Um, their creator Jay um, basically was a big Dungeons and Dragons fan, and this is like a rule set that's that's moved on from there. Um, so I downloaded the fantasy version this this week and uh yeah me and chris had to go at the club using just random fantasy models i've got a load of uh, reaper um models that i painted up for Mordheim, so we use that for fistful of lead um and yeah cracking game and the good thing is you can literally use any miniatures that you've got around you need about eight miniatures um and then consequently this week i downloaded the galaxy heroes version as well which is like the sci-fi version um so the good thing about that is it's legion capable so um you can chuck a load of legion, legion miniatures down and we can have uh, basically a legion skirmish so i'm quite excited to to give that a bit of a go um real heroes sort of stuff in it where you've got and it's got that sort of rpg building sort of um campaign style feel to it so um working on that soon that's cool that the uh at fist, the western fistful Air campaign looked like it did look a lot of fun i know a lot of the guys got into it um so uh no, I mean I've seen all the stuff, and you have been pushing it like crazy, bless you. And uh, <laughs> but then we just ban your your moonstone away. I think we. we oh, as you mentioned, I've not mentioned it yet. True, so <laughs> moonstone is this great game which you've not yet spoken about. But uh, the uh, the Galaxy of Heroes is like a sixty page rule book, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's all straightforward stuff though. It's really basic wargaming rules. If you can play war games, you can you can pick this up without um, too much of a ado, really, uh, especially. 
terms of what we're going to come on to and sort of like the size of rules reference guide now for things like Legion. So nice segue. How about that? So smooth. No. Isn't it? It's like we're professional. <laughs> <laughs> so the main thrust tonight of our uh, discussions uh, in the month we've been away will be the updates to predominantly the Legion rules reference guide. I think we might have a quick chat around X-Wing and, and um and also maybe sort of talk about some of the Marvel uh, card updates that are coming around. But yeah, we're going to focus on the Legion RRG first and then on to the points amendments, which I think are the probably the biggest takeaway um, from this last week. Um, and talk about what effect it's going to have on us, the list we're running and what we see as what will be some of the new meta maybe, I guess, seeing as we've got a competitive, a truly competitive <laughs> gamer on here. <laughs> Um, so, I guess taking us through the rules reference guide is uh, is probably the first place to start. So I, I hadn't seen the updates. It was club day, and I said to Jack, "Oh, is there any big news?" No, no, there's not much. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I uh, then I came to the setup thing after downloading the rules. It's like, oh, that's completely different. So, <laughs> who wants to summarise the difference now at the start of a Legion game for us? Oh, oh, okay. Go on, Jack. Yeah, go on then. Um, so basically, instead of eliminating a card and putting down three and then being able to do a double veto to guarantee your end card, uh, especially as blue player, you now put down all four. Your entire battle deck is on the table, but you still only get your two vetoes. So there is no guarantee that, say, you're running your staps and bombing runs in the end. You, you, you aren't guaranteed that because say it's in third position you can do your double veto absolutely but then they've got their fourth the, like the fourth elimination is on the red player so they'll get rid of that and then push it right to the end so it i like how they've done it they've they've made it so that no one is guaranteed the objective that they really really want that means it's an auto win for their list uh, the list i was running the, the triple wookies would have been an auto lose for me if someone had done a triple stat bombing run on me or even a breakthrough um so it was a very much a welcome sight to see that because there's always that one objective or two, even two objectives that you're like, yeah, I can take it or leave it with that. The other ones are the ones that are going to be my 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 game changers. So I, I think it's a, it's a good direction to take it and it's, it's making it more even between blue and red, which then just doesn't incentivize you to bid because what's the point? Because you're going to, see everyone's any everyone's deck and your red player now gets to choose the board side so red player's got as much to do as blue player and it's it's more of an equal society in that respect yeah i mean it, it seems to make uh, sense i mean i'll be let me all of this i think we've all yet to try it really whether it be the actual list we're building or those kind of mechanics um, so it's going to be very interesting, I think, to give it a go. I don't think, and I think it's it's adjustments which all seem quite reasonable. Mm. You know, if we are comparing the uh, to the unspoken side of the Star Wars universe and the other gaming system, which we'll come on to, these changes seem a bit more, you know, uh, sort of in hand and yeah, uh, things to make sense. Yeah. Really, it's less of uh, the sky is falling for Legion than it is for, mm. for X Wing, um, and with with Marvel, it's because it's a random roll off, you don't know who's going to be picking which objectives. And because you go, Oh, I pick blue, you pick red. It's, 
it, it, it just makes it so that everyone's got an equal footing. And Legion's, like in my view, Legion's always been anybody's game as soon as you hit the table. You can bring an outlandish list and you can win. And uh, I think it's just leaning into that. And I think that's going to be good for the future of the game. It's going to keep new players interested. Yeah, nothing's, nothing seems set. You know, nothing can seem no. um, swayed one way rather than the other just from the outset, uh, which can, you know, like you've touched on already, can happen with certain cards, certain lists, um, you know, kind of pandering to them specifically so yeah i think um as as changes go i was we you know jack and i talked about this before and we we couldn't get our heads around you know if we were if we were getting all the cards are they gonna add another you know add, yeah, add another veto in so that we can basically take another one away but then at that point what's the point like what was the point in adding a fourth card so yeah, yeah this just seems really yeah. balanced mm-hmm. i suppose the difference that i think you, you're going to see is if taking, taking, getting three choices, you can probably get more similar choices than if you've got four cards out, if you know what I mean. Because some of the, obviously there's crossovers in terms of deployments, there's crossovers in terms of objectives as well. What are quick objectives? Um, what are more sort of like secure style objectives if you looked at a Marvel sort of stance? So I think you might get a bit more random variety um, in, in your missions and your objectives. And I guess you're probably going to choose one area that you're going to bid hard to go on, aren't you, really? Be it deployment or mission, realistically. I think it's good. I mean, yeah. Sorry, Ian, carry on. No, I was going to say, it's just that, you know, even when you're the person who's just sort of dishing out your cards, there's a sense when you're dishing out only three that sometimes the card mission you really want to show up is it's the one that's picked and it's sort of thrown to the side and you're upset with some other ones. Whereas, and at the same time, when you pick your four cards, you'd perhaps end up picking one mission which you you yourself planned as a kind of defunct mission which you never yeah. wanted or you know mm-hmm. whereas now like you say it just seems like you know all bets are off and everything can suddenly appear and so it, it feels like as Tom says more chance of a great variety more perhaps random combinations of things which perhaps people haven't kind of played yet so yeah no looking forward to it yeah it, it, it feels like they're just trying to take away those those feel bad moments like if you go to a tournament you've worked really hard um at practicing your list you've practiced it for three months say and and then you get to that that game that's the the clincher to determine where where you you place and out comes a bombing run a breakthrough and i don't know a payload and your list really isn't designed for that you it, having the two extra on the ends it could just mean that you just go right i don't have to play your your game this is going to be an equal equal footing so you, you just i think fewer people are going to come away going I hated that game. I really didn't enjoy playing that. Mm. It might just make it more fun. What? What? I guess speaking of fun as well, so if you're a clone player, I think that's the next change uh, in the RRG, yeah. which isn't unexpected. But, um, ah. Yeah, probably losing a bit of competitiveness from, from the clones, yeah. maybe. Um, I mean, go on, Jack. I'll just keep jumping. Go on. Okay. Um, so, so basically, I've only played, I think, half a dozen games as clones, and I never really clicked with them. So, obviously, if you come up against a good rec style player who knows everything, is pinpointed, they're going to be formidable. But 
yeah, since the the alpha striking Vaders and the alpha striking Wookies crept in, Rexstar has become more of a hindrance. I find because they're mm. they're grouped together, they're not moving up. You want to move into them, great. Now I can bounce between units with Vader or something, mm-hmm. or triple Jewbacks. You get that kind of mentality, Dex. I remember when you were uh, you. Uh... Who was it we were playing? I might have been thinking you, you were playing a, a game with him, I think, mm-hmm. but we spoke about how as a clone player, you get this kind of entrenched feeling of when do you start to move forward or when yeah. do you just sit back and hold the line? And it does, it, it, it creates, uh, some people think it's a bit of a negative gameplay because you're just walking into a gun line where you just have to soak up these big hits. Um, but there's also, you know, I think it's, it's a, it was a harsh nerf, don't, don't get me wrong, just based from the point where it was starting from, but, you know, on one level, you, you know, the clones to be competitive was a kind of a one trick wonder. I'm guessing uh, from what I've seen at competitions, when you're releasing all this new stuff as well, from a, there's a business perspective here as well, mm. you know, unless, you know, casual players are different, but for competitive players, why do I buy a Yoda? Why do I buy anything other than clones? And, and, and I say that and Rex and everything else. So, you know, the decision may have been partly for business reasons, yeah. But I think also, yeah, like I say, competitively, it's just a bit dull mm. to play against mm. clones. Whereas now people, I think you see pictures on Facebook of kind of uh, Yoda and Wookiee lists and the, the flyer thingy McDougal, whatever it is. And I think, you know, it, it needs it. I think uh, it, sh- it should be good. It, it's going to force people out of their comfort zone and that's going to cause some backlash. But yeah, it will work itself out. They'll find ways. To I think that the versatility point's a real good one because you look at X-Wing, for example, which was the first of sort of these, the games we're talking about. And and we all know that when it got to end of version one, there was very little versatility, despite there being a massive product line, really. Um, and, and that wasn't the only issue where in terms of them needing to to look at the look at the game and, and release a second version. And then I think if you look at AMG's primary game or initial game of of uh, MCP, um, there's tons of variety really in terms of what you can mash up and, and what you, what you can take as part of your roster and list and yes some meta picks obviously but it, it doesn't limit versatility um, and I think play, probably clones were getting to that point where a lot of their choices were so subpar almost that you just you wouldn't consider taking them and I think they felt the effect of that probably more than any of the other factions um, and when you've only got three factions, then that has quite a big skew, doesn't it, on the game? Well, it's like if you can't, you know, it's like if, you, if this unit can't token share, why would I bring it into my army? Yeah. That's yeah. why bark speeds would never see, because yeah. they're going to run ahead and never token share. They're, they're mm. dead weight. But there's a double-edged sword. No, no, it's literally, it's, it's, it's that double-edged sword kind of thing, because, I mean, each faction just seems like they've got their own niche right so like obviously droids it's just mass um empire hard to hit don't die very easily they're not heavy hitters by any stretch of the imagination with their white die sometimes but you know and then rebels very you know nimble keyword potentially hard to kill etc um the token sharing was always part and parcel of the clones i think it was just kind of maybe broken yeah it's just like <laughs> I, I often think like surely they play tested this like that I, I can't i can't imagine that there's anything that the outside world like the, 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 the common player would would come up with that they wouldn't have already thought of 
but still let it go. And then it's like they've let it go into the world, and then all of a sudden it's like, actually, no, let's just nerf it. Yeah. Perhaps it was, um, they didn't realize how easy it was to generate such a quantity of tokens. If it was, yeah. if it was that stormtroopers could share tokens, you'd be fine because they might have an aim token here and there. But because you can go, oh, I've got three dodges here, I've got uh, a stack of uh, surge tokens. They were basically surging to hit and surging to defense on core troop, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's probably. I could see why they've gone. Oh no, just one, one token each. It makes sense in that in that respect. Um, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was. I think for me, what, where my disgust hit a new peak <laughs> with the clones was when it came to um, standby. And sharing standbys, and I just thought, you know, you've got a unit around a corner that can't see what's going on. Sharing a stand at that point, I think they changed it quick, or that wasn't what they changed earlier. Yeah, they got that quick. But sharing a standby token, it's just like that's just it's just ridiculous. It, it's just taking it beyond really what should happen. Um, and so, you know, I think I could thought about ideas where they could maybe say that if a unit suppressed, it can't share tokens or something. You know, something to limit it in some way. And so, yeah, I think it was needed. You know, I think more perhaps extreme than people expected, just the one token. Yeah. But it will be interesting. I say it would be interesting. This is it. I think as we'll get talk about the X-Wing, whenever anything changes, you get the leaked information, which causes an insane amount of hype and backlash. You get the initial drop of information, which causes an insane amount of backlash. And I think then people actually start playing the game again. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> it still works. We're okay. that's, the, that's the thing. Like, yes, the clone token sharing has, has been nerfed but what you've actually done is made exemplar better which in turn makes anakin better makes him more worthwhile taking so if you can see anakin on the board more often i'd take that over allowing rexstar to carry on because to me he's he's obviously the main character of the prequel so why wouldn't he be in a lot of lists you know so you fundamentally just change the internal balance of the army yeah I think your point that there's a lot of new stuff coming out as well, Ian. That 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 has an impact, doesn't it? And you're making that change alongside bringing in new units. It really allows people to maybe get a bit creative again yeah. with an army that was relatively stagnant in terms of list building. And for all of us, that's that's part of the hobby, isn't it? Yeah. Part part of what you enjoy about wargaming is is list building. I think really for a lot of people, so just reinvigorates that maybe yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Rex, Rex going up in points and having his two pip nerfed, it's going to make people go, oh, well, maybe the Jedi aren't that bad. And especially when they're releasing more Jedi and potentially more in the future. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's worthwhile. It, it, keep the game fresh. Mm-hmm. I suppose that, that, that there's a running theme now when we come onto the points list, really, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of bringing in characters back to the game, maybe a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, next RRG point then I think is low profile. Yep. Oh, that was really was an unexpected one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But a good one. I really like this change. Yeah. I think it's a lot of the units with this keyword, it's underappreciated or those units are underused. And I think this just helps I'm thinking mainly from the rebels and, and things like Han. Oh yeah, scouts. I mean, snipers with, with well. Han's RRG just turns you into a bit of a a bit of a belter, doesn't it? Really, um, cancelling the extra hits. Uncanny look three, gunslinger, steady. He's steady as steady, yeah. yeah, it's just. Yeah. It was funny actually. Rob's conversation on WhatsApp with Jack about the new the new rules for a <laughs> low profile. Like, what I can do this and do that and cancel that many. I can cancel three. 
I guess from the listener's point of view, we need to just explain. Who wants to succinctly explain what the change is? You cancel one more hit of your cover. <laughs> On top of what Basically, your unless you're faced with um, so sharpshooter equal to your cover um, or blast, you get to cancel one more than whatever cover you have. So light cover cancels two, heavy cancels three. That's so if you have no cover, then low profile doesn't doesn't work. Kick it, yeah, yeah. You, you and if you have cover, cover from suppression, that's counted as as yeah. cover one, light cover. So that would give you heavy cover, effectively low profile and suppression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As the, what, yeah what would be the old cancer level? So I think Jack's basically put it well that you know snipers can no longer snipe out other snipers essentially yeah. because they'll always maintain that level of cover, or at least they can go at it, but they'll be getting three hits cancelled. So when you're rolling two dice, unless you unless your crits basically are coming in, yeah, yeah, they won't be able to do it. Because most of the time people put their strike teams in heavy cover, don't they? Mm-hmm. So they're always going to yeah. cancel those two two hits. Yeah. But I think it's uh, the like scouts, like strike teams, anything that infiltrates, like scout and, uh, scouts ahead or, or whoever has low profile is suddenly going to be a lot more survival. It, it won't be such a case of sacrificing them as soon as you put them forward. So I know uh, Rob's been playing scout Sniper or scouts with the uh, sabotage with the mine layers. Yeah, I've just been trying to see if that works. I think I think this they they will for <laughs> me as a, as an empire player. Yeah, like yeah. Um, you know normally I I didn't really have anything with 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 low profile. It was all just red dice, wasn't it? And then I would give my snipers a a run out every now and again, and they'd just get obliterated in one in one turn. And it's just I hate these things. I thought, you know what? I've painted up the saboteur. Let's just stick him in a list and just see what happens. <laughs> and they've done they've done okay, actually. Yeah, but you know, they've had their um, scout one turn to scout three, right? Yep. That's it. Yes, so, I couldn't believe that. So, I couldn't believe it. So um, yeah, maybe some, especially with the saboteur. I think you know maybe some key objectives. You know, scout ahead, place a couple of bombs, bugger off. It it did make me laugh that game that me and Ian had that we talked about at the start. As soon as I said, "Oh, these BX droids, they do Scout Three. Oh, they do what? Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> how games work? Yeah. How we work? It's good we for me, not good for anyone else. But uh, yeah, they'll be literally scouting and shaking hands in the middle of the board at this rate. But no, but I suppose it'll come. That'll be interesting actually with deployment in Scout Three. Because usually you've been in a position where you hold your scouts back. Um, because even if you put them forward, say, scout two or so, they, they kept them out of range of most other things. But now with scout three, there's a real risk that if you hold back your scouts for too long, you're going to have to put them back in your own, you'll be pinned back in your own deployment zone anyway because of the rules. They can't be within that range one or within range three. So you must want to get your scouts out early to then prevent your opponent then doing the same with theirs. Mm. Is it? I mean, they, it could be worth a risk because of the, you know, the low profile. Low profile. No, I think so. Yeah, definitely, the survivability. Yeah, some cover, the then their survivability increases quite, quite substantially. Actually, when you, when you think it's just an out and out cancel the hit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. the uh, the, the, the thing about low profile that I like is Jin gets it on her three pip turn. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I play it, and when I do it on turn three, she's usually got a four suppression. She's not being panicked or suppressed. Situational awareness. So she's cancelling crits at the same time. So that's four hits she's cancelling with the dodge token. Or three hits and a crit. We're all very impressed. She's coming back. (laughs) 
I've got an operative Vader bill to share at some point later. That'll make you cringe. Okay, RRGY. So I can't see any other keyword changes. I'm flicking through the rules document. I think that's actually yeah, it. Yeah, there was it? only three changes, I think. Set up, yeah. steady, and whichever one the other one we talked about was. Yeah, yeah. No clones. Profile. Clones, that was it. No profile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess you've touched on the errata there with scout troopers, and that wasn't one that I'd seen. No, uh, I hadn't seen. Any other sort of hot takes from the errata? Um, I mean, only exclusively from a, from an Empire player, I guess. Just um, the fact that they've got like a um, field commander now with General Vice or Vice. Yeah, Vice is hench now, isn't he? So um, loses the um, exhaust. Exhaust for the for the thing. So it's literally Arsenal four forever. Um, <laughs> so I have actually put like cobbled a list together for for Wednesday, where I'm not going to take any commanders, any operatives. Just going to take Vice and an ATST with some with some boys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, obviously I've taken some scouts just to see what happens there. Um, yeah. I, some, like, um, I think I'm going to give Del Nico a run out and pinned him onto a stormtrooper yeah. unit. Kind eight of. points they dropped, some of that, nine it's points. Just, it's just massive amounts. Like even like um, Gideon Hask, I would use quite often. Um, in I mean, he wasn't. Uh, any stretch of the imagination, um, well costed point wise. I think <laughs> I think it was like thirty eight points or something like that. Very yeah. expensive. Um, but uh, just for that one turn, where I can I can do what Jack would normally do with the uh, with the droids and go. I'm going to put this one token down, but everyone else gets a token because of this. Um, whereas I can literally do the same thing where I've got my shore troopers and the emplacement trooper and then, you know, Gideon would give it to the shore troopers and it kind of filtered out. Just one turn, 38 points for one turn. Um, <laughs> Make you feel then, good though. It, it's, yeah, but you, you, obviously it was two red dice, you lost your range of a DLT, which would normally go in the slot with the stormtroopers. Um, but uh, yeah, they dropped massively in points. I'm just I'm super impressed with the amount of wiggle room um, it was always good to kind of, whenever these things happen, to log in to wherever you're making your lists and go, how's that changed my my numbers? And, you know, the amount of times where I had a list that I was playing for a while and I'm like, I can fit some more stuff in here. <laughs> um, and it, it wasn't even, it, it was abundantly noticeable, like the, the point chip. It was well, I mean, very good. I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know how this, where this fits in, but I've got a tweet like Vader. <laughs> Vader, 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 all the Vaders. Um, wow, is uh, really um, as uh, you know, people can testify. I've tr I've tried. I run Vader continually for uh, whether it's killing him off quickly or just because uh, I, I can't get rid of him. But uh, when I looked at interesting, when I looked at it first, I thought, oh, he's gone up like fifteen, fifteen points, twenty points. I thought, oh, this is gonna screw things over massively still you know some nice tricks here but all in all i was a bit worried come back to that but yeah obviously so commander vader um got the ability to give himself god what's it called where he gets a surge token I'm reliable to it's reliable to he's got to divulge his card for that so i was a bit like mm, okay, i don't keep right. your card back for that for, to get it permanent if you won't well, no, if if you, you, not, not divulge it but you've got to, yeah, 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 you know you got to take it sorry and use it yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. He got the command slot, yep. um, which I'm not, I, I'm a bit always in two minds about how good that actually is. Vigilant. And then you look at, and then he was also, 
uh, vigilant. Yeah, vigilant. Oh, yeah. I mean, command. Sorry, yeah, for that. Sorry, yeah. Um, and then uh, he, uh, well, so he got compelled trooper as well, didn't yeah. he? And then uh, I looked at Operative Vader. All right, he's bumped up to seven wounds. Okay, just one shy of uh, the uh, commander. He's bumped up to speed two permanently, but he does lose um, spur, which is fine by me. Um, and he gained a training slot as well. So I had a little play with the list, as you do. And I've got an Operative Vader, which has, you know, at this point, got burst of speed, force push, nothing too grand there. But then he's got offensive and defensive stance and situational awareness. So if you then give him the reliable two, he's got a, an ability. If you say give him force, even reflexes instead of one of those other things, and you know, force reflexes for one dodge, takes a dodge action, which gives him two dodge with defensive stance. And then his two surge tokens as well. It should be hard to hit. Yeah, it's pretty tanky. Yeah. So even I should be able to kill him in turn two, hopefully, in that theory. Watch the space. <laughs> Watch the space. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, but, it's the darkness. Uh, it's the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> just where he wants to be. Um, but it, I just thought, yeah, you know, I, I want to try that. that, that I think the tra- for me, the training slot. Oh, sorry, it's a lie. Sorry, that's an Octave Vader. He's got two training slots now. That's the key. You already had one. He's now got two. So I think he's got the potential to be a, a lot more interest, a lot more perhaps played than even Commander Vader might have. Um, but yeah, going back to that first concern about the points increases, I put all these lists together, and then as well, I might talk about, talk about as well, there have always been other points reductions, as Rob suggested, like with Del Mico and Hask. Uh, Hask, Hask, Hask. Um, but loads of other little tweaks as well. It's like the Stormtrooper captains have gone down, the heavy weapons have gone down. And so even though there are these quite big points increases for Vader. So that eight list activation that I took against you, Jack, I've sort of basically retweaked and, and replayed with. Um, and yeah, it's got a lot more kind of uh, stuff going on than perhaps the last, li- last list did, just because of all these points changes. And like, yeah, again, like Rob says, you don't, you kind of go back to a list, see these massive points dump and think all right let, let's what can I fit in what other tweets can I play with that I didn't think about doing before um so yeah no that that that's been great I really do want to get trying with Vader to see how much fun you can have with him really now <laughs> any other big ones in there excited about I'm looking through it did the occupier come down significantly I'm only looking at new points it's 140 now yeah I think I think it was kind of across the board wasn't it for, for quite a lot of it um I mean the the ATST, all of the ordinance for that, all of that came down as well. The lat went down as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 105 points on there. Yeah, that went down 15 points. Yeah, that's, that, that's I thought that was 120. One. That's quite significant. Yeah, yeah. So that makes up for your Vader going up 15. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you've already saved points yeah. there. As as that's it. Uh, on, oh, the IRG went down as well. That was beautiful. So it's crazy really i think it was like 105 points for or 100 points for like a irg with an extra guy and tenacity and now it's like the electro staff gone down by four points and the unit's gone down by six points i think it is so overall again it's just giving you those points wiggle room that really make it say that they do stack up yeah, I do think that 
uh, the Empire got uh, some. They got a good boot. I mean, people say muchly did love. I I never complained about the Empire to be honest. Um, I, I was pretty happy with it. Now I'm now I'm happier. Death Troopers. Yeah. They went down in points, and then their config like for free. So effectively, it's twelve points. Um, off a Death Trooper list. That's yeah. Pretty pretty insane. Boba. Might we see a bit of Boba? Still not enough. No, he's still not no. playable. I don't think he's going to be. I've tried, I've tried to give him. I've tried to give him a run out. I just. I can't. I mean that. That probably says more about me than it does about Boba. To be fair. No, I wouldn't. Um, no, I wouldn't say so. Just none of his command cards really. Actually, I'm sure that somebody somewhere will listen to this and think actually Boba's amazing. But I, I just find him too situational. I can't make head and tail of his cards sometimes in terms of what's going to be good. Um, uh, and I, I don't think I've. I don't think I plan enough <laughs> to get him into a position where his command cards are going to... I think of being too hard on yourself. I think he, he just suffers massively from being the first ever operative they did. And he's just been outclassed by subsequent rule improvements, rule changes that have come in. And it is, you know, you want to play him. You, I, I simply, I want to play him, I want to get him in because he's got the same things obviously Mandalorians you know which I think I think the best units in the game for just being the Swiss army knife of, of the uh, of the, of any army but he just doesn't he just he just doesn't quite meet expectations he needs some uh, more tweaking I think. I think they hinted that we're getting a new boba with the mm. shadow collective so that new sculpt yeah got. so maybe maybe yeah. we get a decent decent run with him there miles away I'm going to complain about it <laughs> Still got quite a few months to moan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, errata wise, I've nothing really stands out beyond Vader and maybe hard getting steady. Um the unorthodox tactician now happens when the bus activates. That was quite a big change, I thought. Yeah, the bus got super nerfed. Did, didn't yeah, it? points went up and Thanks, Jack. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> the one contribution. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ruining it. <laughs> um, yeah, Wookiees apparently lost expert climbers and unhindered. Yeah, you were saying about yeah. that the other day, and you th- but you thought that was quite big. It is quite big. They got they got scale though, didn't they? They've got scale though. Yeah, didn't that just override it? It just negates the need for those, doesn't it? It's- scale doesn't mean that you have to roll for it, does it? No, it's just a move no, of no. the building. Yeah. yeah. I suppose, yeah, it just makes it redundant then. Um, Grievous has it, doesn't he? And he just bobs about the place going up and down buildings. Yeah, maybe I overthought that then. I suppose the unhindered, there's a slight scenario where scale would yeah, be... Yeah, dangerous territory's probably going to slow yeah. down a bit. Terrain, man, terrain. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, terrain. <laughs> <laughs> but Rit, how big a deal is that on most Legion tables? No, exactly, especially if you're really across Lots of difficult terrain, do you yeah. Um, yeah, they're in a bus. It doesn't matter. The yeah. Biggest thing though, I thought was uh, Anakin's two pip. He can now issue it to another unit, uh, and he gets defend one, as well as his. Uh, yeah, there's lots of lots of lots of hype about that one, isn't there? Really, what does defend one do again? Uh, it gives him a dodge token every time he's issued an order, which is going to be most permanent. of the time. Sorry. And it's permanent. It's permanent. Yeah. Card, like reliable. Yep. Okay, yeah. So on that card, he gets master of the force one, search to crit, and defend one now. So he. Okay, yeah, that is nice. That's pretty good. That's very nice. Because when I played him against you, Tom, I just found that mm. he needs the dodges for that mastery to kick in, but it's not all it's not 
so easy to get it when he needs to be quite mobile as well. So it could give him a good boost. And then it boosts up Exemplar again. So it helps with the clone nerf. That's that's what stood out to me. Oh, and um, points-wise, Jin came down 10 points. <laughs> yeah, it's not really sort of it's the rebel points, really, that sort of crosses over on it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that's, again, rebel sort of heroes did pretty well out of it, really, I think. Yeah, I think um, Han's still the same. He was 100 points the last one. But again, in steady's quite a big deal, and the change to low profile as well. Yeah, that's it. Um, Leia went down to eighty points. Hmm. I'm not, still not sure if she'll see much play. I think too many other things do better. Yeah, I think that she's almost been superseded a little bit, but her command cards are good yeah. the, for the right army, aren't they? Is she like the Veers of the Rebel Army? She's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's got. I think she does more for the army, mm. um, and and with things like um, the ability to take portable scanner on her and stuff like that. If you've got quite a camped out sort of rebel list, she can give you quite a bit more, yeah, a bit more backbone, throwing loads of dodge tokens out there, um, and with vigilance and stuff like that as well. Rebels do suffer a little bit with access to the command slot, I think. Yeah, I think she's got two of them, so she's all right there. Uh, so that brings her in line with Veers' points, I believe. That's right. Uh, oh, no, he went down to 75. So he's even cheaper. Yeah, him and Fennec are 75 now, yeah. Uh, other than that, we didn't have that many drops. I think the commandos came down. The full unit came down two points. R2 went up 10 points. <laughs> yes. No, even as a Rebel player, that is long overdue. Yeah. And they changed the they change the rules for low not low is it low profile they changed the rules for whatever it is he has that uh, incognito did they incognito yeah, am I right am I just talking I don't, I don't think it's been changed no no I think it's wishful thinking Ian okay ignore me ignore me edit me out just take that part out we're okay I mean we were talking about saboteurs earlier and um and that was an interesting one because you had forty three points for a pair of saboteurs in in rebels now yeah. Um, which is a real cheap activation. Quite a lot at the start, didn't you? Just yeah, no, exactly. And um, obviously, I love running Sabine with her explosions turn. Um, and I, I think there might be—I'm going to try them out on Wednesday. I think there might be some legs on that that cheap unit. Added benefit, a low profile, as we talked about. Um, and, and I think you need to run a couple to get any benefit out of it. One's going to not really do much, but yeah, that was—I think—the thing that I was most excited about with rebels really um biggest biggest change in there in terms of lists interesting to see if pathfinders see a little bit more play but i think pathfinders and um command full commando units are just still not great picks for rebels um they just don't do more than a core unit i find no Uh, i mean if if commandos were in a course slot you'd you'd take them in a heartbeat but they're the same price as rebel veterans now and they don't fulfil that minimum core selection. So why would you clutter your list with them is, is a sad thing to say about Rebels. And, and that does stomp on their versatility a bit. Um, but there's other good picks in Rebels, isn't there? Like you say, Mandos, uh, Wookiees, it's not like you're without choices. Um, just sadly, it's going to be, it doesn't really matter what you do with that unit, apart from making them core, they're going to be pretty much unplayed, I think. Yeah. Um, kept in your case. Yeah, I mean, Pathfinders... I tried to make and tried and tried and tried to make them work, but you just can't warrant taking something that is as defensive or if probably less defensive than a rebel trooper unit. 
but 18 points more. And yeah. me and Rob were comparing them to Death Troopers. They were released at the same time. They were meant to, you know, bounce off of each other as mm. across the table sort of thing. And I sat there and I thought, every time he puts Death Troopers down, I get a feeling in the pit of my stomach that I need them dead and I hate looking at them and I hate that he's good with them with Aiden and everything. And then he just looks at you, Pathfinders, go, I don't, don't feel anything towards them. They're just there. They're as good as cold. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're as good as dead, to be fair. <laughs> White attack. They were meant to be, I think they were meant to be sort of tanky yeah. in some way uh, in early Legion days with the danger sense and stuff like that. But it just, it just doesn't work out a way, does it, unfortunately? No. Yeah, I think there was the, the first time I played against them. And um, I remember uh, it was, oh, who was it? Ibiston. Yeah. With the obscene amount of dice, and then Jack was like, "Bear in mind, Jack like bought like two packs like, from from the get go. Like, he, was, he was diced up, and he was like, can I borrow a few dice?'" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, I, "I just need a few more dice." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God!" And then um, yeah, he literally just started peeling out a couple of white dice, and I was like, oh, "Okay, this is okay." And I just remember thinking, "Is that it?" Yeah. And I think it was only like one or two hits. That was kind of the money shot, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was just, I was just like, but yeah, you didn't really get much off it. Um, I think you kind of, I think you knew at that point. <laughs> it was like, I've bought too many dice. <laughs> maybe, maybe as a long range, pipping away at you, putting a bit of suppression out. I think that's all they're good for is putting suppression out and maybe Bistan now has a place with anti-armor lists. But yeah, again, it's a yeah. ton of white dice unless you mm. get to range two. It's not going to do a lot, I don't think, for the price. I guess if you run in, if you wanted to run like a rebel gun line with um, some long range core units, stuff like that, maybe. But I just rebels aren't—they're just not built well enough to 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 run that yeah. style of list. They need to be moving, don't they? You've got the right idea with your mandos. Jump them mm-hmm. over buildings, mm-hmm. get them in cover, and then jump out when you need to. Yeah, eight mandos. I, th- the same feeling you have towards death troopers. I have towards mandos. I absolutely <laughs> loathe them. I just, uh, yeah, I don't understand why they don't see more because I think they they are just one of the best units for everything that you might need them to do in pretty much any mission. They didn't have enough time to really get a foothold in the meta before the bus came out. Yeah, were they they were they were COVID. They weren't a COVID release, were they? Or were they just before? I think they were a COVID release. No, they, they would have been just before because we, we had a game that recorded when the uh, Special Forces and the Mandalorian came out. And it was like literally like, come watch us play these new uh, things. And they'd literally both died. Like, that, that was after the first <laughs> lockdown, that one. That was in between. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they were first lot of COVID yeah. releases. Yeah. I don't know whether it's. I mean, I haven't played generic Mandos. Obviously, it's Clan Ren that I've run quite a bit, and um, yeah, they do feel good. They're like a character unit. It feels like almost you, you've got those six wounds. Um, yeah, it gives me hope for things like um, Bays and Chirrut going in a similar sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when they drop, oh, I've never heard the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jack, go over yourself. <laughs> I suppose it's, it didn't really work with Empire, did it, in terms of what they tried to do with, like, um, is it IS, ISB? ISF. Yeah, the specialists. Yeah, special forces just didn't really take off in the same sort of way. But it was just they were so mismatched as characters. Why would you even put them into the same unit? It just mm. really wouldn't mm. make sense. You know, one wants to stay back, one wants to go forward. Yeah. Even the abilities, yeah. 
the, the, like you've got one that wants to repair and if you're not running vehicles he's useless <laughs> and then you've got another one that wants to coordinate with a core unit but they're meant to infiltrate yeah. they're not near core units and it's just yeah they didn't think that through i don't think not as much as um the range two and three gun on ursa and tristan at least mm-hmm. you can long shot ursa up and get a punchier range three shot yeah so i definitely think they were better designed yeah mm. okay on to uh on to gar and cis i suppose yeah. point changes are uh um i think dooku's a big one for separate yeah dooku came down five points uh what was he now then he's one nine five is he so five more than Palp and uh, Vader, yeah. Commander Vader. And Grievous, I think Craig was quite excited. Yeah, about he Grievous came down now. 20 points, was it? Mm-hmm. 15 points? 55 he's at now. Yeah. So he, he's at 55 points? 155. Oh, 155. <laughs> oh, right. Even I got like a little mini heart palpitation. <laughs> I was like, wait, I've missed this. I've yeah, missed no, Droid's Dro- 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 cheap, but I mean, yeah. Just checking my hearing there. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and Stap Riders are now the same cost. So maybe we might start seeing them again. That's the same kind of thing they've done with um, same kind of thing done with speeder bikes yeah. and the Dewbacks. They've kind of put them at the same price at a point now, haven't they? We, uh, you and Craig were talking about B1s and the, yeah. the changes there. That's quite interesting. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of trying to put people off of taking naked B1s because they've put them up two points. Um, but then they've put all of the heavy weapons down by a minimum of two points. Um, so it, if you were someone who ran heavy weapons, you now save points, or you you're unaffected in some in most cases. So I think it's they're trying to get you to kit the B ones out a bit better and take those heavy weapons rather than just going all right. Well, I'll spam six units of it and pay what was it three hundred odd points. Yeah, so it it should give more variety, uh, and maybe you'll see rad cannons because they're only sixteen points. Mm-hmm. They're pretty dirty. They're poison ones, aren't they? Mm. What's their range though? Two. Um, but then again, we are looking at a range two meta now, with Wookies, Mandos, you know, the Alpha Strike and sort of stuff. You know, it'd work mm. on Dewbacks, Vader. It'd get poisoned. So all, all of that sort of stuff. I guess so. Yeah, it doesn't. They they haven't lent into like the long range. Yeah. thing I was just saying with rebels that you can't really do a long range gunline list. I don't think there's many people that can particularly well, is there? It's, which is good for the game. Yeah. yeah, Empire's probably best, but I think that's good for the game, isn't Definitely. it? And and maybe even with the clone uh, token sharing, that encourages them, I think, to move mm. probably a little bit more rather than sit bunched up. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't want a game where you just set your armies up at the back of the board and just roll dice with guns. You want a bit more tactics and strategy to that. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason you can do two moves, and that's because you are meant to move. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, back to the, the droidicas and Staps. I, I don't think the Staps are going to be dropped with that price increase. People are still going to take it. It's still going to go for bombing run and breakthrough. They're just that efficient at what they do. Um, droidicas are a bit bit more niche but maybe I, I honestly think that spider droids are going to be people's support of choice for the droids now yeah especially with that ion gun once mm. i think that's going to end the armor <laughs> meta once people take them oh, it took you it was there so in, in the game that jack and i played uh bless him he used he took the shot at the lap once and the first shot was like 
whiffed out royally. He's like, well, great. I'm glad, so glad I bought three of these useless things. <laughs> so then he spent the next two turns shooting at troops, rolling some pretty devastating dice in the process, then thought to himself, actually, it might be worth firing at the lat that's been sat there just having a great fun time. So he took it down in two turns. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just went because it, it's the combination on the iron gun. It's just dirty. It was an impact three and iron three. Uh, impact two, iron one. Impact two. Sorry, my apologies. You were, clearly, you were cheating. That's why I had it. Because you shoot it twice, <laughs> you, you get the iron twice in one round. So you've shut it down for the next activation. Yes, and you have two of them. That was it. Yeah. And the fact that you had like, um, what was it? You, you had precise one of them as precise well. Precise two. Well, like, so they were, they were precise two. Death troopers. And they surge to hit as well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, it was Devin. He was like, yeah, he just stripped it down really quickly on the latter, especially because then you got white defence dice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it performs against something like a bus or an AAT. I'm, I'm going to be... It's range four as well, is it? It is, yeah. I'm curious to see yeah. if I'm going to go back to that triple ion <laughs> over two ion and a flamethrower. I think it's too much for triple. I think that's a bit overkill. I think get the maybe not because go on. the 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 ion definitely that's overkill because there's no point doing ion three. But it's the impact six across the three of them. That's that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing actually. That about them as you're talking about them was what shocked I think me and uh, was it Tom possibly? I can't remember mm. really about is it armor three? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just and at what point do you? We said draw the armor line to say it's got armor. I did read yeah. about the line of sight rules. They they've been a bit screwed <laughs> yeah. over with that. You can draw. You you're allowed to draw line of sight from the top of the dome where the antenna meets when I'm attacking you, but you can draw line of sight to my antenna. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Where was that? Where did they put all that stuff? That's on the AMG forums. Okay, under the like the official yeah, ruling. Exactly. So yeah, so right. okay. they were saying like it's a bit of a dodgy rule that they want right. it rearranging <laughs> and rewording so that it's not yeah. a case of because it's, it's the lightsaber sticking above a, mm. a wall mm. kind of thing you know if I can't draw line of sight from up there maybe you should only look yeah, that's that. crucial if I shoot that antenna mate you're getting no order <laughs> take a pair of pliers and snip it off and you're just sitting there dribbling for a bit exactly I could do what they um, make it look like a jeep or something and bend it back and just glue <laughs> it back yeah but for the Garv, it, the only thing that's changed really is Anakin's come down. Some of the weapons have been... I didn't realise it was that cheap. Yeah, 155. We're looking at Grievous mm. at 155. That's, I, I never realised he was priced that well, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, one thing we did forget to mention is clone snipers lost critical one. Yes, I did see that. Oh, OK. Yeah, so I don't think... It, again, it, was, it sounded like a, the sky is falling when you're looking at comments and posts and mm-hmm. but then the droid sniper doesn't have any keywords the rebel sniper doesn't have any keywords no neither does the imperial one and that doesn't surge to hit no we do not so you've got a token sharing mechanic and you've got a red and a black i think you're going to be fine yeah and they didn't get hit with any points points issues either did they not it's really literally... no no um from what i can see they didn't put which had gone up or down. It's it's just been put out. But yeah, yeah. Rex went up. Who cares? <laughs> Jedi, where it's at. Yeah, unfortunately, the the core of the the clone army didn't come down. So phase twos are still stick sixty two and fifty two for a um, phase one, which I thought might mm. change. But mm. 
definitely not. At least you painted them nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they look nice in the cabinet. <laughs> I think that's going to be a um, a Cortax faction going forward. Take three yeah. phase ones and just take some Wookiees or Arc Troopers or mm. something like mm. that. Okay, any final thoughts for Legion? Can't wait to try the new stuff, basically. Yeah, I think, I think overall it's been really good, yeah. actually. Um, you know, we knew that big things were coming. Um, I was quietly optimistic, but you just never know, do you? You never know. Um, but yeah, with certainly some of the stuff we've been reading, um, especially with the Empire, um, yeah, really, really good. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to put uh, pressure because you three are all playing uh, games on tomorrow, aren't yes. you? Yeah, yeah, Club. Legion games. I think for me and Tom, it's basically going to be um, your saboteurs have gone down and the setup's going to change because I've got droids, so it's going to be... And I'm running in Lando, ready for the new Lando, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting in early for it. (laughs) Is it painted? No. Then doesn't count. I'm too busy doing this. Oh. No, I think think, um, my list for Wednesday massively, massively different to anything that I've run. I, I I think if I'm honest, I think I called the list. See what's what, um, and, and I just I just looked at all the all the changes. I was like, that's going in, that's going in, that's fine. I'll do this, um, and yeah, I'm just I'm quite excited to give the um, uh, ATST another run out. I used to, I used to run it quite a bit. It's kind of died to death, and I was like, yeah, a very yeah, it, it, you know, with with. Um, you know, only really having Arsenal 2 and access to at least all of those weapons, you never really wanted to take um, Vice because you'd always take Imperial Hammers. It was just, you know, with at the very least, at least with um, Arsenal 4, you're, you're getting, I mean, again, it's very situational, but you, you can effectively get quite a lot of dice onto a, onto a target. Would that negate the surge? Possibly. That will be interesting to see. But, uh, yeah, just the fact that you can take Vice as a, as a field commander so I can save those points yeah. um, on, on commanders and things like that. So I mean, my, my command deck, you could, you could literally guess. <laughs> 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 but, um, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it, really. A couple of things about that, Rob. Um, you've, you've got that access to the melee weapon as well that you could arsenal. If you really yes, I saw that being mentioned. You could just go yeah. and boot something and then shoot three of your weapons. Yeah. Because you're oh, not that's quite cool. As a yeah, no, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did see that. Um, Thanks for being my game plan away, Jack. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's all right, this won't be out by tomorrow. <laughs> we'll release it afterwards. <laughs> um, and also, Vice used to exhaust to get Arsenal 4. Yeah, so free, free forever. Yeah, you don't have to spend that recover. Nice. Literally throwing mortars off in the first couple of turns, exactly. and then uh, deploy the garrison for the rest of it. It'd be good to see. Uh, I, I think the the ATST is quite unique in Legion, really, in terms of the way it operates and its presence on the battlefield. And that it would be good to see it. It's quite a dominating piece. See it out more. Yeah, it's different to the tanks, isn't it? As well, and it's yeah. With Arsenal four, you also you're going to be dissing out suppression. You know, you could be obviously yeah. adding an extra four bits to four. If you, you can still split, can't you, with Arsenal or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you can still obviously then fire for four different units. You combine that with the shenanigans from either Krennic or the mortar teams, and suddenly, you know, you've got a lot of um, yeah 
suppression dealing out happening in a turn. Well, uh, we'll see. It does make me want to do two ATSCs, though. <laughs> <laughs> see what Santa Claus brings. All right. Well, we saved. I think we've saved the biggest news to last, haven't we? Which is um, Rob. You need to tell us all about X Wing. What's going on in the world of X Wing? Uh, everything's on fire. <laughs> it seems that way. Um, I haven't quite got my head around it, if I'm honest, um, fully yet. I've kind of, um, like I said, I was away. I knew it was coming. Had a quick read. Then I read it again and then again. And I was like, no, it really does say um, what it says. Um, but, uh, yeah, just basically um, randomising the player after you've chosen your move and placed your dial down um i just i don't know it, 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 it could work i'm sure they've play tested it they were meant to play test it but they had some technical difficulties and i'm sure it probably would have maybe sated some of the what appears to be bloodlust <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i'm just i'm kind of um i don't know I don't know. What to, I, don't, I don't know what to think about. I, you know, as you guys would know, I'm I'm very much that kind of that ace player. I like to be able to maneuver. I like to be able to arc dodge. Um, you know, it will completely change my play style. Um, I'm I'm fine with it to be honest in a in a roundabout way. But um, you know, like I said before, the biggest takeaway is. I actually have to play it. I, I, I get that there's all hubbub about it and, and, and you know, people are, you know, quite rightly so. It, it does seem like a, a bit of a bonkers ruling, but, you know, when you're, when you're down at the club, you just, you, you don't have to play it. You know, you can just sit there and go, you know what, I, I don't fancy this. Let's just, let's just do it the old way. Okay. You know what I mean? It's only yeah. if you're going to go competitive to, to tournaments, then, yeah, you know, Fair enough. I, I suppose that's an interesting point about the whole move from FFG to AMG as well, isn't it? Because AMG just don't seem to have the same OP sort of structure and desire, really, that FFG were massive for. So, it's, mm. I mean, we've been been in a COVID world, so you not had to worry about it quite as much. But it'd be interesting what sort of tournament scene looks like over the next year for games like X-Wing. Uh, and Legion as well, really, because I can't see AMG getting anywhere near as involved as FFG, which which might mean that you're you're looking at much more community style tournaments with rule packs where people pick and choose what they what they use out of these. Yeah, you, and you you see it you see it already, you know, mm. with with you know some events coming on, and you know I've been to an event before where it was you know you can only bring certain faction or. Mm-hmm. You can, and again, it's just kind of do what's fun. You know, if you if you're going to go to an event, have a look at rules and stuff. But I think you know, with certainly how I feel with the with the backlash that I've seen, I think most local events will probably just say we're not going to use it. You know, just I don't know. I mean, if if that did happen, I think it'd be a bit sad in some respects because it's like you say yourself you've got to give these things a chance to see what it does and see how it affects the actual experience you're going to do and yeah undoubtedly it's going to force a change in list building it's going to force a change in how you approach the game but yeah like you say that the venom and the hatred that people are sort of espousing online it's like clearly they've you know some of these people 
kind of been like Games Workshop kind of um, patrons before because Games Workshop would up and change things every six yeah. months, it felt like at one point. Um, I suppose, you know, get back in, you know, it's no faux secret I've kind of fell out with X-Wingers, you know, it used to be my, my first go-to game and it's just dropped down my list over the years. But uh, it, it needed something for sure about the gameplay side of it. I was equally surprised like, as you were to, uh, um, Rob about it happening after you put dials down this uh, this sense of how the order is selected I mean if it was random order before you put dials down that might at first glance make more sense but then I suppose it doesn't I don't know it's I've seen I've seen some more balanced posts come out on Facebook which made for interesting reading where people seemed a little bit calmer and spoke about this idea of kind of the dogfightness of everything and that kind of randomness that a dogfight can be also not being that player that has to suffer from what you kind of suffer from in 40k which is your opponent goes and does everything before you go do and go and do everything whereas a lot of games at the moment that i think are more successful have that alternating activation so whether it's legion bolt yep. action infinity yeah there's a much greater there's fewer and fewer games where you can find yourself in a position where you are sit, you're sat there twiddling your thumbs while your opponent does everything and you're kind of powerless to react to it. Um, so I kind of hope that everyone, you know, all the huffing and puffing dies down, people do give it a go. And hopefully stores won't kibosh it by kind of, you know, for competition. You know, maybe they have a, I don't know. Yeah, I just hope they kind of embrace it a little bit more because I know part of me thinks that AMG got a bit of a poison chalice with X-Wing, I yeah. think. You know, this that, that this is their first big change themselves, and it is a huge change, undoubtedly. But I think it's having to change a game and a system, which is, you know, again, my personal position as a rebel player and kind of limited to rebel play, it's kind of just hit a brick wall. I, I felt, and so yeah, I'll be interested to see how it plays. I think it's definitely worth giving it a go, and I will be willing to be that person for you, Rob to try out that way of uh, activating damn straight i mean I'm, I'm i'm more than happy to give it a go i like i said i don't know what to i don't know what to think about it uh, it will change how i play uh, but i've played it long enough to you know kind of make these kind of changes on the fly and stuff and it's, it's no different to being bumped by jack's four ewings is it right so <laughs> it's, it's this kind of yeah i'm i'm just you know, with them, um, like I said, with being away, that the, the the main um, kind of any information I really got, aside from specifically from there, was any of the Facebook posts in some of the groups and stuff and, and what have you. And I just couldn't. I remember saying to my partner that I, I couldn't find Wife. anybody. Wife. <laughs> Should be real. Um, <laughs> uh, I I couldn't initially. Initially, I couldn't find anything anywhere where somebody said anything positive about no, it. No, it was horrific. You're right. Really You're right. It wasn't until a couple of days later where somebody actually maybe put their reasonable cap on and just went, well, actually, what about this? Okay. Um, I hadn't given it any thought, really, until this podcast, because I'm so far away from playing X-Wing at the moment. But actually, this could be a really, really positive change, thinking it through, because I think X-Wing's got to a point where you've almost got too much agency, where the game is at times so predictable <laughs> despite all of the versatility in it that because you know what pilots are going to do you know who's going to first you know that rob's going to 
arc dodge you and it doesn't matter what what dial you set he's going to be able to shoot you in the round that actually this element of randomness may completely spin all that on its head and make you have to make different tactical choices about well what if i go if i'm going first then i'll be here and he'll be there if i'm going second actually it might bring some back of that trying to double guess your opponent because that's what was great about x-wing in the in the early days of x-wing you didn't have endless amounts of opportunity to add extra actions and stuff like that and it was purely about making that right judgment call and was it a speed two or a speed three and that's the difference between being in arc or not and that for me that's still what's attractive about the game and and and, and the main draw to it and i think over the years it's lost a lot of that and got bogged down in all these extra mechanics um maybe i'm being a bit hopeful but this this one change could completely sort of spin that on its head because you've got a completely different tactical thought now yeah it's there's, there's lots there, there are lots going for it i think at the very least it's going to make certain people i.e me change the ships that i use because mm. you know quite frankly i like the glass cannons you know where it's, it's difficult to pin me down but in the event that you do, I kind of go away fairly quickly. Like, I, I definitely don't want to be leaving that to chance if, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, it, it, you know, if that's like a third of my list um, that's just going to go away because the other guy got to go first. It just, I think that's as much as they've done it with Legion in terms of taking those feel bad moments away. I feel like that's kind of introduced those to the, to the X-Wing. I get that. Like, I get that. Yeah, you know what? I didn't get to go first, which means that this guy now died. But on the flip side of that, because you always did get to go first, it meant that no one else was... It was the feel bad on the other side, be it playing the Rebels, playing the lower PS ships. It doesn't matter where I go. He's going to get to go You first. knew what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I think um, it is the right... I think it is the right thing to do something. Uh, I want to say drastic. It, it, you know, it seems it seems like a, a massive change. It's a fundamental change. I think I kind of mentioned it um, in one of the chats that we've got, where it kind of feels like that's that was borderline one of those X Wing three kind of yeah, things. Sure, you know, sure. it, it's a fundamental rule change that you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think it. Yes, to a point, it did need something like this. I just think it's. You know, when they announced that it was going to be random player order and then, you know, they, they kind of mentioned it in their mini extravaganza and it kind of fell off the face of the earth. We didn't get any more, any more text on it at all. And everyone was kind of speculating, what's this, what's this? And it's coming out, so let's interpret it into this rule and all this. And then that kind of petered down and everyone kind of got to grips with it. And it's like, yes, do you know what? Fine. And then, you know, this now confirmed on top of... Um, and it just it just kind of seems, um, you know, almost like a boiling pot. You know, people were feeling a bit despondent. I think it's because they're not getting a lot of t table time. Yeah. In reality, yeah, yeah. Just, it's only just started to come back up. Mm. People are excited to get back into what they what they left behind. You know, yeah. pre COVID. Sure. Let's get back in and and you know I've been playing on tabletop simulation. I think I'll be okay again. And then all of a sudden you you're not going to get back to the tables and almost have to learn from scratch again and, and kind of almost succumb to that that chance that you're you're gonna lose a ship in a bad position because you've you've effectively rolled a dice yeah 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 so 
this will show my ignorance, but so points doesn't matter now having a beard. Uh, from what I gather, no, it's yeah, it's it's kind of um, again, I'd, unless I've missed it, I don't I don't see I didn't see anything definitive, but I think it was like you kind of secede your your points to your opponents. So if you've got like a hundred and ninety seven point list, your opponent immediately gets three points. Um, oh, okay. Well, in terms of like. Um, BPs effectively. I, th- I think so. I'm not. I mean, don't call me on that. I'm not 100. percent I've kind of with, you know, as much as I love X-wing, I've kind of dealt a little bit more with Legion. Certainly with the club, I can't buy an X-wing game at the club at the minute. But uh, no. Um, but so I've kind of. I just can't see the advantage to building a bid in if you go random. No, I think anyway. people are putting random, um, uh, you know, like custom-made cards and stuff. And um, it was. I think one of them made me laugh. Actually, it was. Um, I think it was Jar Jar Binks. It was just it was just like completely pointless um, addition to your <laughs> list, but he costs the amount that your bid was. Um, so it, it, it was just like um, I can't remember like heavy luggage or extended luggage and stuff like that. And it was just a picture of Jar Jar Binks. It was like this costs exactly how much your bid is. Um, so um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to see how it all pans out. Um, I'm yeah. more than happy to give it a try. I, I, with what I have seen online, I just I, I worry that you know people are just going to take that stance where we just don't have to do it, um, which then will then kind of potentially translate down to local stores where they're going to have their games nights or whatever or their little tournaments and say we're just going to do this tournament this way. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. But then obviously, if and when AMG kind of get the right together with the organized play stuff um you know how's that going to affect that going forward i mean i, I can see why they've like again i'm in ian's position of i'm not that bothered about x-wing because i've fallen off with with rebels and tried to reinvigorate it with a bit of republic but it's just it it, it didn't recapture me um but i can see why they've done it after dials because with like with Legion, they're trying to make it so that both players are on a level footing from the get-go. Red's got a bonus, blue's got a bonus, but you're picking from all of the four cards. Um but then you've got um in X Wing, if you had it before dials, that person that's got priority nodes can probably predict where you're gonna be and put his dials in. To Absolutely. benefit himself, yeah, yeah, or yeah. her, and negates it exactly. Yeah, if you're doing it before dials, it, it does feel like a, a yeah, a point, a point, yeah. And, uh, a pointless yeah. step almost. Yeah, 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 I yeah. hope that it would. Yeah, you're you're essentially changing the start of the game for each round, so it's, it yes, it does just yeah. negate it. You're right. Um, so maybe um, I hope it would just bring out people's skill with the game. Yeah, and those those mm-hmm. better better pilots can then go. Right, well, I'll, I'll plan for if I do have initiative and if I don't have initiative. And it might just, you know, settle, settle the, the men from the boys in that respect. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's, that's my hope. Get back to actual yeah. flying skill almost, which and is for the, me what, what X-Wing's about. The, the pessimist and the cynic in me is sitting here thinking the ones that are crying the most about this change are the ones that have found a way to exploit X-Wing. Yeah. To... You know, to get that the problem with the game, Jack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's not me; it's everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it does open up as well. I think some other pilots, uh, I can't remember quite a lot of them off by heart, but things like um, Fire Spray, yeah. where you can you can change your maneuver. That'll be after dials and things like Bolt Scarus uh, in the Defender and Ved Falso, if I remember rightly as well. You can Even here after dials. Um, Countess Riyadh. Where you can do a different I think, 4K. Yeah, um, you're quite right. But and the thing is, with barrel rolls and boosts and all those extra manoeuvres that they've brought into the game, anyway, to some degree, <laughs> the actual dials yeah, became redundant because you could do that after dials shenanigans with some ships that you could be absolutely somewhere different with a completely different 180 face. I mean, look at Near Numb, where he can do a red manoeuvre, then he can slam, then he can do a boost, then he can, you know. And he's in a completely different place. He's turned mm. 360 degrees. It's, yeah. you, you have got agency to adapt to that loss of initiative. And it, like Rob said, it could just bring those dial-modifying pilots to the top. Perhaps, yeah. You know, Hera and the Ghost, for example. Or even Kanan, because he's got that defensive ability. If you do find yourself out of position, you can go, right, I'll spend the power and um, it, it, you know, I'll limit your, your attack. So maybe maybe it'd be a good thing. And the the, the the thing is, if it doesn't work, they can just go, yeah, you're right. We, we got it wrong. Hold our hands up and change it back. It's yeah, not set in stone. It is, you know, it's a yeah. game that changes every, every year, if you like. So, so no one else can see this who's listening, but currently Tom is fending off a Tom and Jerry situation. <laughs> or a Disney situation his dog is absolutely going nuts at his cats. Yeah, they're not best friends. but <laughs> That's great entertainment for us. We enjoy it. <laughs> well that brings us to a natural close I think yeah I'll let you know who wins oh that was close he's going for it <laughs> okay any final thoughts then as we leave no but some, some big changes um, I think needed changes on, on both platforms but they're not really touched on much else um, remember Ian talking about Moonstone or something for a 15 No, Moonstone, guys. You've not heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, I think much needed changes. Uh, I've certainly, um, I, you know, I can't wait to put some stuff down tomorrow. Um, yeah. If anyone wants to play the new rules with me with X-Wing, please do feel free. If anyone wants to come down to the club on a Wednesday, I'll be there, ship in hand. And we've got games day coming up at the club as well, haven't we? So we've got plenty of opportunity this month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, Jack, we're doing Legion, aren't we? We are. Fantastic. I, I haven't got my affairs in order and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm just going to show up and eat pizza, to be fair. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's an invite to any, any local listeners, if there ever are any, um, come down to Spalding War Games Club. We'll take, we'll take international visitors. Don't <laughs> tell Carl that to listening, you know. Yeah, just are. take the flight. <laughs> 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, if you've never been to the club, it's free for your first time. So that if that's not an impetus to fly all the way from Brazil, I don't know. <laughs> to, to the middle of uh, the middle of nowhere in England, we'll say a, a free pack of mini cheddars for the person that flies in the furthest <laughs> to uh, to play at the club. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We've been the Pathfinders. Good night. <laughs>